1: Welcome back to the movie trivia Schmodown It is the Schmodown Throwdown. That's right, a huge double main event here today. I am Christian Harloff, joined as always by Mark Baby Carrots Ellis. Mark, this is massive. What a massive, massive day it is here today. This co-main event that we have. I don't know how it happened, but somehow we have Chris Jericho facing kevin smith that's right that kevin smith they are facing each other in a movie trivia battle here in the schmodown and this isn't just some random celebrity match they are going to be earning points the winner will be earning points for their faction smith for the quirky mercs jericho for the rock stars fighting to see what happens and that's just one of the big matches here today
2: You heard it here, folks. The show that started at a little pizza place that we can't even remember the name of in Anaheim back in the day now has one of the most famous wrestlers on the planet, a champion of his industry, and now a certified rock god going up against director, producer, actor, writer, podcaster, and the man who put the term stink palm into the public lexicon, Mr. Kevin Smith. Taking on Chris Jericho, Christian, I've been so excited about this match. Clearly, I went to Macy's. This is going to be a good one, maybe a great one for the ages.
1: It's a high-profile match. It's one of the biggest matches we've ever had in the Down, and it is absolutely because if you look at what both Kevin Smith and Chris Jericho have done for their respective industries, it's 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 a dream come true for for us for fans. Uh, they both. It's not one of these things like, hey, you walk into this, to these guys and say, hey, uh, one of these days I'd love to have you on the show. They both wanted to be on this show they both wanted to compete chris jericho challenged kevin smith back when we were hosting collider live challenged him on the spot at the end i didn't even bring it up i go you know today i'm not bringing up the schmodown and he brought it up at the end and he said Wait, well, what am i gonna do schmodown i want to play kevin smith kevin smith came in and said i want to play in schmodown i been waiting for so long my buddy mark Bernardin did it you know i really want to do it and he get they both got signed free agency and we had this match the question is i don't know how they're going to be. You have to assume that Kevin Smith going into this thing is the favorite because he's just such a, a a trivia. I mean, a movie mind. The guy is so brilliant, but I'm never going to count Jericho out. Chris Jericho has accomplished so much in his career.
2: And his career has been built upon competition, Christian. Whether it's in the world of sports entertainment, it's just getting those reps in at the gym, or it's hitting high notes on stage so soaring they would make Sebastian Bach sweat through his leather chaps. But then you're right. You do have Kevin Smith, and you have Buddy Jesus could be pointing and giving us the thumbs up at the end of this matchup. I would not be surprised to see Jericho take this also, though. So I think it could go down to the wire. It could go to sudden death. This is going to be a match. I don't want this one to end sometimes you get challenges you get bogged down announcing this and this is not going to be one of those times because not only do we have jericho versus smith that's only one match that we're talking about tonight
1: there is for all those people here who are new that are joining and have never seen the movie trivia showdown you picked a great one to join us for not just for the reason of smith and jericho on the undercard today we have two of the biggest stars that we have ever had in the movie trivia showdown and that is andrew guy the debonair formerly dastardly and his former partner; these guys were best friends and now enemies. Ben, the boss Bateman, a former champion of the movie trivia showdown, a former uh, a tur- tournament winner. These are massive stars. This was; they were the new blood that have become the face of the movie trivia showdown. And you're going to watch them go at it today. And the winner of this gets a shot at the current champion, Dangerous Dan Merle from Screen Junkies fame. He is going to be defending the title against one of these
2: guys. Best friends become enemies. Look, not every friendship is like yours and mine has been over the years. I'm happy to say that, I don't know, 20 years after I first met Christian Harloff, he still texts me once a month. But with these guys, the split entails questions. Who gets the family Bible? And I don't know if these fellas are going to be competing via their bunk beds. I don't know what their living situation is right now, but I do know that there's a lot of heat, there's a lot of passion, and there is a lot of animosity going on, and Action Army has been torn apart as a result. We know that they're chiming in. You can see them in the live chat. Christian, this is a match that the fans have been waiting for. They're practically foaming at the mouth.
1: Yeah, there was animosity. There really was. When you go back to Houston, when these two uh, fought one-on-one for the first time, they've competed a total of three times, twice in teams and once in singles. Andrew Guy has taken both of the team's matches, and Bateman took the singles match in Houston in a wrestling ring, and Andrew Guy also got whacked by a chair in the middle of that ring by his former best friend, but... A lot's been going on with both of them. They've seemed to go their own ways. It doesn't seem like they've really been addressing each other that much. It just kind of led them back to this point. Bateman's been off with the Finstock Exchange doing his thing, and I don't know. I'm a little concerned for Andrew Guy. I don't know what's been going on with him. He's been throwing accusations about behind-the-scenes tomfoolery and whatnot, and I. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know where he is. He doesn't really. Sometimes he, he answers in, in weird messages and weird calls. And sometimes he seems like the Andrew guy of old. So I don't know where we're going to get here today. But you want to see how we got here. You want to learn about it? you don't know who the hell these guys are yet. Well, you're going to know a lot about him after you see this. Here we go.
3: That's what he needs to beat me? Are you kidding me?
4: Wow! No way! I wonder what you want to happen tonight, Christian! Fine.
3: If that's how he wants to win, and I know, I know Christian heard You beat the question. No, we, that's it. Pens down. I said it at two. You in live events with me, it's, it's ridiculous. I'm a changed man. For two years, I approached this game the wrong way. I didn't respect the game, and in turn, the game did not respect me. Ellis heard the repeat in round one. That electronic wheel is BS. Big loss and a big moment. I wish I played a better round one. A good time to announce my retirement. It's time for a change. (laughs) Do I forgive Ben Bateman for being a traitor? Never! (laughs) But he changed his tune and he won a belt. And I'm going to win a belt this year and right now is the moment that shows you guys it's all about respecting the game. I came out of retirement for you. Say goodbye to the dastard to say hello to Debonair.
5: You know, all our energy is focused right now is on making sure that Andrew feels as confident as I know he, he needs to feel and deserves to feel when he steps into the ring against Kalinowski. What are you in a, what are you
1: in a bunker?
3: This is what my room has looked like since I figured out about the Shmominati. Why did Matt actually challenge that question, Christian? Why okay.
5: am I playing online, Christian? You know how I feel about the digital wheel, Christian. You and I are finally going to face each other. KO you and I one day,
4: what, but not today. Wait, what, 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 what?
3: You told me to sit out of the tournament so I'd have this match. That's what the plan
5: was. We made one
1: Andrew, I'll give you Bateman one-on-one on an undercard. Winner gets either Roca, Irwin, or Merle, whoever the champion is.
5: Yeah,
3: okay, yeah, I'll take it.
1: Are you kidding? Look, whatever they want, I'll do it, okay? Do you want to win?
3: Of course, I want to live. Surprise, surprise, Ben. Looks like you get your digital wheel once again. There's only one way to stop the shmominati, and that's to take it head on. I'll see you online. out fans
4: Bateman guy 2 it's going to be the same result as Bateman guy 1 maybe minus getting by a chair. and
5: I'm here to to tell you how good it is to be back on the stage and I'm going to I'm going to kill
3: you man I've always known I was the greatest player to ever play this game and it would just take time to get there I went into Atlanta against the current greatest player to ever play the game knowing exactly what was going to happen do you know what I get? I get a free shot at my former teammate.
4: Number one, contenders.
5: (laughs) Last time in Houston, you know, things didn't go the way that I wanted. This is the day to to get him back. And then if I get him, guess what? Guess who's uh, coming up soon? Guy versus Merle, too. You got it, Bailey. head games, people. Okay, what he did on backstage, that was head games. Having a psychotic episode. I don't believe any of that. I think
3: Andrew Guy is going to come in fully prepared.
5: I think Sam Levine is going to have tricks up his sleeve. Bateman is not going to know what hit him. He is going to think this is, oh, it's an easy win for him. Mm-mm, not a chance. Bateman goes down today. So here we go. Guy. Bateman two revenge, Ben. That's what you're going to get today.
3: I was born to compete. I was born to perform. And I was born to be the greatest player you've ever seen play this game. So Andrew Guy... I look forward to what you bring. I know I'm going to get your best game.
0: Mine's going to be just a little bit better.
1: Is that everything that you wanted to see? I thought the first promo between these two guys was amazing. It adds up and it shows you. I don't. I don't think Sam Levine knows what the hell's going on with Andrew Guy because when Mike Kalinowski turned this uh, the match away from Guy, Guy started shooting off stuff about Shmo and and this and that and I, I don't know what and and Sam was. Didn't know what was happening either. It seemed like Andrew was yelling at him. They seem to be on the same page now. But either way, Andrew's in his car, as we saw in that promo. And he's he just he seems nervous. He seems disheveled. I don't know if that's going to help him or hurt him against Bateman, who seems very focused about getting back to Dan Merle, who he lost the title to in Atlanta this year.
2: That's right. Uh, ben Bateman having that Patrick Bateman focus to the point where you wonder, wait, how much Huey Lewis is this guy listening to? And where was he last night at 3 a.m. when a certain person or body went missing? With Andrew Guy, I think Frazzled sometimes works in his favor. And so whatever we just saw with that promo, whatever Andrew Guy does show up today, it's going to be a guy that's ready to compete. And, you know, Christian, you just watched that incredible promo given to us by the amazing nerd Chronic about all of the story and the history going on with these two fellas. And you see that chair go up and at Andrew Guy's back. And he just thinks somewhere in the green room right now, if Chris Jericho wasn't already ready for this matchup, he just started doing some pregame push-ups. That's going to get him locked in.
1: Well, two people who are locked in here on very different ends of the spectrum when it comes to the, uh, the rankings as far as factions go, you have this guy. The manager of Ben Bateman and the Finstock Exchange, Bobby Gucci, and the manager of The Usual Suspects, Sam Levine. Sam, we are just a couple of weeks removed from that epic match between Ethan Irwin and Dan Merle. And, you know, you and I, as much as as anything else, we're fans of this game. We're fans of watching matches like that, and we text each other afterwards like, what a match. What an epic match that was. Now... What is it like knowing that after you watch a match like that with Merle, you can have yet another shot at this guy, take him out with Guy? Like, how does that, knowing that Guy has an opportunity here, how do you, how do you feel?
5: I feel amazing about it. I mean, if you thought that match between Irwin and Merle was epic, I am bracing myself for every last bit of that same tightness and energy and anticipation in today's match. Um, Andrew has been texting me uh, all hours of the day and night. This guy is so locked in. I have never before seen a player as locked in as Andrew Guy is for this match. And no one, no one, there's only one person I can think of actually who wants Guy versus Merle more than me and that's Merle he wants that match to happen so I am happy to let Andrew do his thing today and to give it to him
1: well let me say so a couple off of that there uh, Gooch you you have two faction mates again in Bateman and Merle, but Sam's not wrong. The Andrew Guy versus Merle match is one of the most talked about, biggest upsets of all time when Andrew defeated Dan. That a lot of people say, well, I'd love to see that for the title. But then again, a lot of people are talking about how Bateman this year against Merle was the greatest match maybe that we've ever seen as far as a title match. So, what do you want to see going into this? Obviously, you want your your guy to win here, but like, how prepared are you for Andrew Guy?
4: Well, first of all, Jericho and Kevin Smith should be happy they're on a card with me. Two, um, look, you know, I haven't seen Bateman since Atlanta. Uh, Once we were done with that, you know, the pandemic hit. Uh, That was a disappointing match for him and me. Uh, Obviously, Dan won. It was fine for our faction. Uh, But Ben's been hungry ever since. We, We haven't seen each other, but we talk on the phone pretty much every single day to keep the Finstock exchange in line. And that's what we've been doing. Now, look, in Houston, guy had a problem you know he didn't play too well apparently spinner's choice came on and digital wheels and he has a problem with that he has a problem with this uh undercover stuff shmominati yada 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 bottom line is he's got to come to play today or the same thing in houston is going to happen today
1: well sam before i let you go i got both you guys here uh, when we were on this uh that special and we we're talking about it and he started shooting off this thing about the shmomanati and he was talking about you and you guys seem to go at it for a little bit too is that all in the past now have you have you worked past the, the, the differences that you had
5: absolutely absolutely that is all in the past uh we've we've ironed out any misunderstandings we might have had about you know stuff that's going on that or stuff that we think is going on that is that's done it's it's all about the match today
1: Alright, well, good luck to both of you here. Sam Levine and Bobby Gucci, managers of both the Finstock Exchange and The Usual Suspects. Look, it's a massive match. Whoever wins will play Dan Merle again. We know that the Dan Merle match that happened with Bateman, one of the best scraps of all time that happened this past February, and Andrew Guy versus Dan Merle is one of the most memorable matches of all time because that was uh, that match that turned Andrew Guy from just a an entertaining star into a a a real threat, a superstar. And now they're going at it again.
2: Yeah, Christian, I sense a little bit of tension, even from the unflappable Levine and Gucci. There is just a little bit of something special in the air tonight. I don't know whether it's the names Jericho and Smith are making them a little squirrely. They're just thinking about the matchup that they're managing in. But either way, I think that something interesting is about to go down. And all of the fans in the live chat right now, all across the world, are about to bear witness. I feel ready. I know you're going to ask me how I'm doing. You don't even need to because Christian, I was born to do this. Let's rock. Ladies
1: and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia. Schmodown introducing first representing the usual suspects with a record of three wins Two defeats and two knockouts. He is the 2019 Ultimate Schmodown Team finalist, Debonair Drew Guy.
5: Hey hey hey! Oh, Schmodown! Hey hey!
1: Andrew Guy. Down. You hey. Got shorts. Hey. Andrew, hey, what's up? Hello. You got, you got shorts on. What? I don't know how much. I don't know how debonair. Well, listen, uh, you have shorts on no, me too. Yes. Okay. Andrew, how How are I mean? Are you ready for this match? My friend, I got to a little hot, huh? <laughs> All right. Um, are, are you prepared for this match? Andrew, I got to be honest with you. Are you, are you ready to go?
3: Did you lose me? No. Do I don't I look good? I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go.
2: All right. Okay. Um it, Mark Crystal. Hey hey, man. hey buddy.
3: You haven't called me back.
2: I've been Why meaning not? to get to that. Didn't have your number in my new phone. Um Damn. Drew, I do have to ask you about the history between you and your competitor, Ben Baven. I'm sure that name rings a bell. How does it feel going up against someone who you cared about and considered your best friend for a time?
3: Well, you know, the thing with Ben is that he, uh, he doesn't really, uh, you know, he's a, he's a really pr- strong performer. He doesn't, he doesn't seem to get the respect he needs, you know, just because he can't beat Dan. I can beat Dan. A lot of people beat Dan, you know, so I'm just proud of... I'm just proud of him, man. I'm just proud of everything he's accomplished, everything he's done so far in the season. Um, I got I it. The headphones. Oh. Sorry, I'm not used to the headphones. Um, he just, you know, well, I think, I think for me, the biggest thing is, is just the respect. It's just the respect for Ben and then his study tactics. Sorry.
1: That's all right. You need, you need a moment. Okay. All right. So we're gonna we'll just remove you for a moment here, and uh, we'll bring you back when it's time to yeah, we're just just for a second, and you then. Want me to leave? No, you stay where you are. We're gonna remove you out of the room, and when when it's time to come back, we'll uh, we'll see you in a sec. I'm, yeah, I'm worried.
2: It's not gonna end well. I I, I don't know. Uh, and his opponent, the
1: boss, representing is the back. Finstock Exchange. With a record of 10 wins, 6 defeats, and 5 knockouts, he is the 2019 Ultimate SchmoDown Singles Tournament winner, and the former Movie Trivia SchmoDown Champion of the World, Ben the Boss. Hey! And the boss bateman with the music blaring as the epic now boss music is synonymous i feel like when you walk into a room that music plays but anyway dude so look this is a uh, this is a very different andrew guy that you're facing here today uh i is do you think this is tactics like what, what do you think see, seeing uh seeing andrew in this state
3: you know i started thinking as soon as he walked on uh honestly whatever i was thinking was interrupted by concern look i i used to have a lot of respect for this guy i used to really consider him a great friend and i don't i don't know what's going on i really christian i I wish i could give you something that would inspire confidence here i know what i'm here to do today but i don't even i don't know what the hell sitting across the table for me today i really don't know
2: yeah the dichotomy of how these two competitors have come on the stage virtually here christian just illuminates how different they are now and ben i have to ask you there was a fracture in the action army when they found out that best friends had become rivals so what do you want to say to the sect of fans from the action army everyone from privates to staff sergeant first class have gone with your side what do you want to say to those that have remained loyal to ben Bateman? Look,
3: uh, you, you fight for justice, you fight for me. That's the bottom line. I, I really, I love the Action Army. I, I could never ever dream to be so fortunate to have a fan base as wonderful as they are. And uh, for all his faults, for all his, whatever we want to call it on the other side today, they love Andrew too. And and they have a right. You know, Action obviously came from a great place. We did great things in this league together at one time. And, and I'll always have respect and love for, for what Team Action was in those days. But those days are long gone. And you know, uh, if, if you want to support a winner, you come with me. That's the bottom line. I, I don't really, I don't know what else to say. I look, man. I want to stay competitive, but I'm a little, I'm a little jarred. I'm a little shaken by what I just saw. That, what the hell was that? What's well, going on?
1: We're gonna find out in a moment here because we're gonna bring him back. Ben, I'm gonna drop you out in just a moment here, uh, and we're gonna bring back Drew. We're gonna bring back Ben and gentlemen. Ha- you have entered the virtual battlefield. Round number one. Mark, how does it go?
2: Oh, thank God. I remember. There's rules. In round number one, gentlemen, eight questions from eight different corners of movie trivia schmodown know-how. Every question is worth one point. There is no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing, at least not in round number one. As soon as we ask the question, you have 15 seconds to write down your best attempt at an answer with whatever pencil you prefer on whatever writing tablet you have handy. Once we ask you by name or nickname, to reveal your answer, please show what you wrote to your camera at the same time you verbalize your attempt at an answer into the microphone. I'll remind you, you each have three usages of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the match. If you're not sure you heard a question right, you want to buy yourself another 15 seconds, use a JTE rule. You also each have one challenge to be used at any point in the three round. You may initiate the challenge, but your manager will come in and ultimately confirm and ratify that the challenge is is taking place christian whatever you want to say about their pre-show antics uh andrew guy has clearly displayed that he knows how to write down and show his answer ben bateman has his tablet ready so i think this is gonna work
1: we'll find out in just a moment here so once again this is two points to the winner three if it is a tko or knockout and the winner will go on to play dangerous dan merle for the movie trivia showdown championship we start with ben are you ready
3: I'm, I'm ready andrew are you all right man finally you sure you're ready for this yep all
1: right all then right. let's get ready to show down all luck. right here we go question number one question number one category number one is action adventure <laughs> dude! <laughs> michael douglas and kathleen turner reprised their roles of jack colton and joan wilder in what 1985 film
2: and as always, this is a live show, so please do not comment with your attempt at an answer. Could be correct, incorrect, or joke, but you will be asked to leave if you try to answer the question just to be safe. Appreciate Five, all your love, man.
1: Four, three, two, one. Pens down, hands up, please. Pens down, hands up. And we start with Pen.
3: I had the Jewel of the Nile.
1: Yes. Drew?
3: I didn't get it.
1: Didn't have it. All right. I so- wrote
3: something wrong.
1: All right, so a good question. Bateman goes up one zero. Next question. Next. All
2: question. right, we move on to the next question. Let's see, if Ben Bateman can get two points, and if Andrew Guy can figure out where he lives, this is in the 1990s category. 90s movies. In your question, who plays the role of Lester Worm Murphy in 1998's Rounders? Uh, I think a mix of concern is what is lighting up in the chat, and uh, applause for both performers.
1: Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, please, and Andrew.
3: Matt Damon.
1: That's incorrect, and and upside down.
3: I had Edward Norton. Ah!
1: Yes. All right. Next, uh, next question here. Next question and drama Nicolas Cage won best actor for his role in what 1995 drama directed by Mike Figgis
2: You got a uh, you got a timeline when you think Nick Cage maybe ah, started to turn from Bateman into guy I'm not sure and it was the day you know, he set foot on
3: the first movie four, set he was ever
2: on
1: 3 2 so- one pens down, please. Pens down, and we start with Bateman
3: leaving Las Vegas. Yes,
1: yes. Andrew
3: leaving Las
1: Vegas. Drew gets the first point as we find ourselves three to one, three to one, and question stupid.
3: The one, the, the, uh, the, right. the one I'm talking. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's
2: all right. Next question. All right, we move on to crime movies, and your question. Who stars as Detective John Book in 1985's Witness? All right, Christian, you ever uh, witnessed anything? <laughs> <don't> like this.
1: <laughs> and five, four, three, two, one. Ten, 10 please. Andrew?
3: You said his name earlier, so I wrote it again Michael Douglas. It's
1: incorrect. And Ben?
3: Damn. Uh, I had uh,
1: Harrison Ford. That's correct. That's a uh, good
3: answer, Ben.
1: All right. Thank and you, we'll Andrew. Now, 4-1. Four, 4-1. One, four, one, as we get to our next next one here. And this is
3: question number three?
1: This is question number five. Here it is. Fantasy sci-fi. Oh. Who plays Harold Crick, an IRS worker... Who begins hearing a disembodied voice narrating his life in 2006's Stranger Than Fiction. This is so
2: funny. Uh, Christian, do you think Sam Levine feels more like Sisyphus pushing the rock up the mountain or like Atlas holding the world on his shoulders?
1: I think Sam Levine's about to jump out of a window. And five, Fair. four, three, two, one. Pens down, please. Pens down, please. And Ben.
3: Will Farrell
1: yes and andrew
3: Farrell, and that's a that's a picture i drew
1: well Farrell, he got it so it is now five two five two
3: did you ben. go to art school is that where you've been ben
2: you
1: next, know
3: i went to oregon
1: next question uh, next question here we go
2: right they are the ducks and the next category andrew looking forward to your input on this one comedies <laughs> <laughs> is, that, right. is that what we'll I'm supposed take to do? You nailed it. Your question. Ricky Gervais plays Bertram Pinchus, a disillusioned dentist who gains the ability to communicate with ghosts in what 2008 film? you got to love a guy with the first name Bertram, Christian. There's no other option.
1: I don't know. I don't know anymore. I'm so confused. And five, four, three, Repeat the question. three, two. Repeat uh, first one. First one. Okay. Ben said it
3: first.
1: Yes, he did. Uh, be a Bateman's first. I right, got Mark.
3: No, I, yeah, said,
2: I said, said it first. Oh, you did? He definitely said it first. Thank yes. you for being honorable, Andrew.
3: Shut up, Ben.
2: All right, go Andrew ahead. Andrew Guy has used his first three JTE rules. Bateman retains all of his. Ricky Gervais plays Bertram Pinsis, a disillusioned dentist who gains the ability to communicate with ghosts in what? 2008 film. Just enjoy
1: the silence.
3: This this is not right.
1: Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, please. And Andrew?
3: I wrote the invention of lying, but it's not right.
1: Is it correct? And Ben? Is it Ghost Town? It is. It is Ghost Town. What's that? And now six to two. I never saw. Six to two. And next question here. Next question. Good is, job. Next question is horror slash thriller. Who plays Max Caddy, a former client whom Sam fa- failed to defend properly in
2: 1991's Cape Fear?
1: I believe
2: it's Max Caddy. Yeah. What I say? Caddy? Yeah. And I know this because I caught this flick not too long ago.
1: It is, Caddy. You're right.
2: Two schmoes yeah. up.
1: And five, four three two one pens down Bateman
3: I had Robert de Niro
1: yeah, that's right and guy
3: happy belated Rob
1: so it is now 7 three and here's where we stand Ben Bateman Ben Bateman has an opportunity here for a perfect round if he hits it then he and only he will have a bonus question here mark what is the question do
3: you know he got his first perfect round against me in Houston
2: look at that uh, very good knowledge in that noggin your last question in the world of animated movies for round number one movies drawn by hand or on a computer the Rugrats go to what famous French city the home of Euro Reptarland Land in their 2000 sequel
3: is this a TV show
2: I cannot answer that.
3: I know this is
1: a TV show. And five. Four. Three.
2: I'm going to repeat the question. First one. All right. Each competitor has used a JTE rule, and that's where the similarities end. In the world of animated movies, the Rugrats go to what famous French city, the home of Euro Reptar Land, in their 2000 sequel. Love the writers having a tough one to close out round one in a big match. <laughs> was a-
1: Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, please. And Andrew.
3: Parts. Parrots. Parrots. Wait. Yes. Paris. That's,
1: that's correct. And Ben? Paris. Correct. So Ben Bateman has a perfect round, but Andrew Guy finds himself with four points. So it is now 8 4. 8 4. And now Bateman will get a bonus question. This is for you and only you. Here it is. So I don't write it down.
3: Yeah.
1: No. You don't need to write it down. No. All right. What is the name of the 1984 rock musical that stars Prince? Purple Rain. Correct. Perfect round for Ben Bateman with nine points. And now we get into round number two. Round number two. All right, Mark, how do the uh, rules work for round number two?
2: Good. More rules. This is the wheel round. And, yes, the wheel is virtual, but it's different than the electronic wheel. So that's something in the positive. Once a category is spun by each competitor, you're going to have four questions in that specific realm of movie trivia, schmodown, know-how. Each question's worth two points. There's no penalty for missing a question. However, stealing is available in round number two. So if you're not sure of the answer, ask us for multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question goes down to one. Uh, Christian, we've gotten more than our share of drama in this match already, and now we're just entering round number two. So Ben Bateman, with a sizable lead over his former partner, Andrew guy is going to get 60 seconds to decide whether he wants to spin the wheel first or defer to his opponent who sweats like I do. Alright,
1: we're going to remove both Andrew and Sam, and now you've got 60 seconds to talk to Ben starting now.
4: Alright, earlier Sam said uh, Andrew was doing great.
3: I don't know what the hell's going on, Gucci. Uh, I, look, man, I'm half-tempted. Honestly, I know he wouldn't router. answer me because we're in the match. I'm half-tempted to try to send the guy an email. I think I still have an email for him. Uh, maybe he'd get it. I don't know. Um, he might have changed it. But.
4: That's, if that's doing great to Sam, then I don't know what doing bad is. Anyway, uh, great round, per the usual. Thanks, for Fantastic sure. yep. stuff. Um, a nice lead here.
3: Yeah, I think we just do what we. I think we just play our yeah. game. We know we we know what we want to do here. Let's, let's let him go perfect in round two, and then uh, you know because he, he might he's capable he might. and he's very, uh, he's very
4: capable of doing a lot of things. Clearly,
3: Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're gonna we're gonna defer here, Christian. Okay, uh, we're yeah. gonna defer to Andrew. We're gonna we're gonna let him do his thing. Uh, I know I don't have to make that decision just yet, but
1: eight seconds. Um,
3: yeah, we're we're good to go. Yeah. We're good to go, Gucci.
1: All right, all right. Thank you. We're gonna drop out, Ben and gucci bring back both drew and sam sam you got 60 seconds to talk to your competitor starting now
5: uh buddy we spoke about an hour ago and you said everything was fine um what have you done the last 70 minutes or so
3: just study man
5: okay right. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, you know, okay. League Ops is here watching, and I just got to buckle down. So I'm here, and, uh, you know, I'm ready to go. You know, rough round one, it happens. You know, I've come back. It happens, forward, it happens, you know? but it, totally.
5: it, it, you know what, great man? Questions. Still, great questions. Great questions. Those were great questions. You got half of them right. So I want you to take that mentality. Remember the four you got right that you knew were right. I want you to trust your gut, trust your instincts. And uh, here we go, man. It's round two. You know how it works. You know the strategy we've talked about it i hope you remember it yeah and, uh, I, think, I think i'm gonna go I,
1: second
5: uh, you, uh no we don't have that we don't have that choice Seven, uh six. you're gonna you're gonna go first but you got this i'd like to go first
1: all right well you, you're on first and here's the wheel
5: okay and here's oh the, looks good spin is in it's a little all right all
2: right My color brother twice is interesting christian Settling on could be spinner's choice,
1: Tim Burton. Tim Burton, do you, uh, 60 seconds to decide if you want to uh stay with it or uh, what are you seconds. thinking,
3: pal? Well, you know, um, I was he sure, why not? Why not?
5: Why let's not? Do it? Let's do it. Okay, all right, let's I, do I it. I trust your confidence. Okay,
1: uh, staying with what? Tim Burton. All right, we're gonna drop out Sam, we're gonna bring back uh, Ben. All right, Drew, you're going to get four questions in the realm of Tim Burton movies. Are you ready?
3: Yep. Yeah. Hey, thanks for talking about how good I am, Ben. I appreciate you patronizing me on live air show.
2: It's good. Just make All sure right. we see your hands, too, Ben, during the, uh, the questioning. Thank you, All sir. Right. You don't have to hold them like that the whole time. <laughs> Just do what's comfortable, but...
1: Uh, Mark, you want to go ahead? Uh, my my document is not showing Tim Burton. Hey,
2: that's why I'm here, Christian. So anyway. Oh, I wonder why, Christian. Tim <laughs> Burton right. movies, it is for Andrew Guy. And Andrew, your first question. In the fun, wacky world of Tim Burton, what actress plays stepmother Delia Dietz in Tim Burton's Beetlejuice?
1: Andrew Guy has two. JT.
2: Catherine O'Hara that is correct the incredible star of Schitt's Creek great in Beetlejuice as well and that's two points for Andrew Guy Andrew you get this next question right off the bat you have tied Ben ba- no you pulled it within one of Ben Bateman because he got that bonus
5: good
3: job Ben
2: what actor played the character of Edward Bloom as a young man in Tim Burton's Big Fish
3: Billy Crudup
2: that is incorrect Ben I'm going to give you your question again for a two-point steal What actor played the character of Edward Bloom as a young man in Tim Burton's Big Fish? Who played the character of Edward Bloom as a young man in Tim Burton's Big Fish? Ewan McGregor. That is correct. That's a huge steal. It is now 11 to 6. Back to a five-point game. I knew that. I just misheard you.
1: All right. So now, next question here, Mark. That was question number two.
2: This is question number three, the penultimate question in the world of Tim Burton. It's Andrew Guy. Who plays an art critic named Ruben in Big Eyes?
3: You know, it's crazy, because I just
5: can't remember his name, even though I know his voice and his
3: eyes. Five,
1: four, three, multiple choice.
2: All right. Is it A, BJ Novak, B, Jason Schwartzman, C, Jonah Hill, or D, Adam Scott?
3: Wait, I I wanna challenge that question because there's two art critics in the movie then. There's the main one that writes the article that is the older gentleman, and then Jason Schwartzman plays a younger art critic that owns a studio. So that's not a legitimate question. There's two different art critics in the movie In In the question you were given
2: the name, I cannot repeat it because you need to use the JTU. All right. That is correct for a point.
1: All right. So one point there. One point there for Andrew. Uh And so there's one more question left. One more question left here
2: in the realm of Tim Burton. Here it is. Uh, I feel like I'm in a Tim Burton movie right now, Christian. Yeah. Um, Your last question, Andrew, for two points. Yeah. Which... Which Tim Burton film features the voice talents of Winona Ryder, Catherine O'Hara, Martin Short, and Martin Landau?
1: Five, four, three, two, Corporate. one. It's incorrect uh, for the for the steel, Ben. Yeah, Ben. You your your to question, question, question again, or I have
2: to repeat? Yeah, you, you, know, you get can. the question. You get the question again. Here it is. For two points, which Tim Burton film features the voice talents of Winona Ryder, Catherine O'Hara, Martin Short, and Martin Landau? The voice
3: talents? yes.
1: Five, four, three.
3: I'm going to use one more. Repeat on the question.
2: All right. All right. That's a second JT rule. For 2 points, which Tim Burton film features the voice talents of Winona Ryder, Catherine O'Hara, Martin Short, and Martin Landau?
1: 5 4 3
2: Frankenweenie That's a huge steal. 2 points for Ben Bateman Christian.
1: Two points for Bateman. As we now see ourselves thirteen-seven, he's put himself in range there. With for Frank and Weenie, man. The knockouts. All we're gonna move Andrew here and bring in Gucci, and we have sixty seconds to talk to Bateman. Starting now.
4: Fantastic stuff. Right where you left off in Atlanta. Uh, let's uh, let's man. let's 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 spin here and uh, finish. Let's let's take him out. Let's Do put it. him out of his misery here. All right. All right, let's do it. Here's the, here's the wheel.
2: All right, and the wheel is fun. And Christian Bateman needs to get at least three correct answers and not have any stolen, and he wouldn't knock out Andrew Guy.
1: Harrison Ford. Ooh. Harrison Ford. All right, so. We'll take it. 60 seconds, you're going to take it. Okay. Yep. Yep. All right, so. Going to drop out Gucci here going to bring back uh excuse me for a second I'm going to bring back Andrew and Ben you get four questions four questions and here is the uh first one for Harrison Ford All right All right question number 1 What actor co-stars alongside Harrison Ford as Francis Frankie McGuire in 1997's The Devil's Own. Mm-hmm. Brad Pitt. Correction. Good answer, man. Question number, question number two. Question number two. Here it is Who directed Harrison Ford in Ender's Game?
2: Gavin Hood. Correct for two more points. Very interesting scenario here, Christian, because now it's a 10-point match. And here's why it's interesting, Andrew. I'm glad you asked, is because Ben Bateman, he could get the next answer correct and go up by 12. However, it's not yet going to be a knockout because the last question could potentially be stolen by guys. So we're going to have four questions regardless, but we are on the cusp, Mr. Harwell. All
1: right, here it is. Here's your next question. Who co-stars alongside Harrison Ford, as Robin Monroe in the film Six Days, Seven Nights. Two more points. So here we are. This is the last question. If Ben hits it, it is a victory by knockout, and he goes on to play Dan Merle. However, if Andrew Guy can get himself some points, then he can keep. There's a,
3: a challenge being distributed
1: there is.
5: Thank
1: you. Yeah. Okay. I'm
5: going to challenge question
1: the, earlier? Last, All right. okay.
5: challenging the last answer given by Ben Bateman.
1: Okay. Well, what's the challenge?
5: Uh, he did not say the name of the the correct name of the actor that he gave as his answer.
2: Uh, okay. Was... Hey, is there. Before, before we go to make a ruling, is there any further uh, evidence you'd like to present to back up your challenge claim, either Sam or Andrew? Absolutely. Her name is Anne Hesch. It has never been
5: Hesh. Ever mispronounced that way by anyone ever. It is Hesch. Anne Hesch.
3: And no one calls Philip Seymour Hoffman PSH. Ben, you idiot.
1: All right, Just we're gonna to get names we'll, right. We'll drop. We're gonna drop you out. We're gonna bring you in a challenge. We'll call. We'll call. Um, we'll call both PJ and Mark. We'll be right back. I'm feeling- All right, we're coming back here. We're coming back from the challenge and bringing back Ben and the, both managers. Mark, go ahead.
2: The judges have confirmed and spoken at length about the challenge issued by Sam Levine and the usual suspects on behalf of Andrew Guy. Ben Bateman had answered to the question, Anne Hesh, And while it is true that Anne Hesh is the correct pronunciation of her name, Anne Hesh it may be sam's opinion differing from our own is a common mispronunciation of the name and we are going to award the points as ann hesh to ben bateman he clearly knew the fact and that was the question two points the name with ben that
5: was Mark i disagree but it's your show
1: all right thank you sam
5: choice to
3: make, all right guys. thank
1: you it's a good show. all right so here's where we stand, we're gonna bring uh, we're gonna bring back both of our competitors here. All right, guys. So here is the question: Ben Harrison Ford lent his voice to what 2019 family film as the character of a Welsh dog named Rooster?
3: I know this one. Mm. You know it
4: too.
3: The Secret Life of Pets two.
4: And your winner by way of knockout,
1: Ben the Boss, Bademan, by knockout again. And we bring back Gucci as Andrew Guy here has uh, left. Andrew Guy has left the arena in general, ladies and gentlemen. And we find ourselves with another knockout, three points by Bateman here, three points by Bateman, and Gucci got to be feeling good here about this is another knockout uh, from Bateman over uh, over Gucci uh,
4: over guy. Um, yes, I mean look, he's in midseason form here. He he pitched a perfect game. Uh, he, like I said, the man is and will be the champion again eventually. He is just too good. Uh, Andrew, I'm a little concerned about what was what took place there. Um, I'm glad you held the challenge up I thought it was right uh, look you know it's going to be a hell of a match uh, he, he wanted to play Merle again and that's exactly what's going to happen uh, the man is he's pretty incredible that's for sure
2: yeah, Ben, I know your mind must be racing with some emotions caring for your former friend, but let's focus on what is in front of you, as Gucci alluded to. You got a huge match, and it seems like you're at the level now where every win just gives you an opportunity to play the next biggest match of your life. So now that you're walking into that, how do you feel? Do you feel ready at this moment to take on Dan Merle?
3: You know, I sat down, I had lunch with Dan yesterday. Um, Socially distanced, of course, but uh, I asked him, you know, how he was feeling going into the Ethan match. Um, I I asked him because I told him I was feeling grossly underprepared for this match. And he told me he didn't feel prepared for Ethan. He had studied, but something about it just didn't feel right. And that somehow that allowed him to get to where he got. So this was my first perfect game I ever played. Um, One of, I think, only a couple maybe the league's ever seen. And Sometimes it happens that way. I think, you know, the questions were in my wheelhouse. I was, I was really, I'm concerned for Andrew and I was, I was sad to see uh, some of the misses uh, because I could tell, you know, even like with the big fish one that I knew he knew the answer and, and he knew it. And, um, but yeah, I mean, I, look, I, I've been saying for a while here, I wanted to win two in a row, get both titles. That's the plan. You know, uh, it is my goal to climb further and further up that list. Uh, and this is how you got to do it you got you gotta win big matches so that's what today was I, I i knew I knew from again just the same guy the same conversation talking to Dan all that has to happen is a relatively even round one a bad spin in round two and a tough five and you lose that's how you lose
1: well and, let me uh, let me ask you bit bit ben. Bit. you got you have this uh this match now against Merle right and it's first of all you pick up three points here big points that the that exchange needed Huge. and well you pretty much just guaranteed six points regardless because of the title match going to the exchange because of now uh, either yourself or Merle will have at least three points uh, whoever takes that match now let's talk about the match itself let's talk about the title match this was something I know from talking to you personally how much it uh how much you prepared for for Merle, how much it took out of you, uh, how much that loss stung you. So what I know he's your faction mate, but what does it mean to be able to get another opportunity to take that title that he took from you?
3: Look, I think, you know, you only have so many opportunities to beat a player like Dan, and that was a day in Atlanta that I had an opportunity to beat him. I put myself in position to win. I knew that. He knew that. Um, I mean, I, the, the bond we have on the exchange now was sort of formed through that match. Um, but that doesn't change the fact that I know to cement my legacy in this league, to do what I want to do, Dan's the guy to beat. That's it. There's there's no, It's, it doesn't even matter. I mean, John Rocha may be the second best player of all time, but Dan's the best. So if you want to be something special in this league, it's beating Dan. Everyone knows it. Dan knows it. So that's the challenge. I'm putting everything I have behind it. I'm putting every ounce of my being into it. We may be faction mates, so look out for it, guys.
1: Well, it's a great call here. Thank you, uh, both Ben Bateman and Bobby Gucci. Congratulations on a massive win here. Uh, Three big points, and we have a final score of 21-7. Ben Bateman wins via KO over Andrew Guy. All right, going to drop you off here, both guys, and now we will bring back both Sam Levine and Drew Guy. All right, so, Drew. Let me start with you, man. How you uh, how, like? So let's go to that big fish question because this is the second.
3: Hey, man! Great match today. Honestly, you know, I uh, I feel like I just uh, just didn't play my game. You know, I just uh, the first three questions there were tough for me. I haven't I haven't really competed much. Um, you know, I haven't had a, a lot of uh, practice with my faction lately. So you know, you just you just miss a couple questions here and there. You make some mistakes. I said Matt Damon instead of Ed Norton. Kind of a bummer. And uh, you know, it just kind of happens. Round two, we hit Tim Burton and. I guess i should have listened to ellis a little more carefully i thought he was saying who was playing his son uh but instead he was asking the younger guys so just uh, just some mistakes out there you know you go out there you give it your best you don't always get things together uh, edward norton uh he's a good guy he's one of my favorite actors talk about tim burton his animated movies you know martin landau very talented guy worked with him a bunch of times you he figured you'd go for the newer movie or the older movie probably should have went the older one but you know we make mistakes great day to day. i really appreciate being part of the show
2: yeah, um, uh, Sam, I- I'm gonna have to ask you as a, a manager it. here. Does an experience? I think you should has- trade me. I think you should drop me.
1: Definitely. You can't. You can't, can't do that anymore. So you, it's. Yeah. yeah it's it's
2: the rosters are locked for the rest of the season. So, Sam, mm. you, something like this strengthen your resolve to be a manager and maybe be a better manager. Seems like you did your best today. Or does this just make you want to never think about the word manage ever again?
5: Uh, Look, um, I I I love every player in in my faction, every player in the usual suspects, Uh, every player is going to have their great days, every player is going to have their not so great games, and uh, it it is what it is right now I just want to talk to my friend Andrew off camera make sure everything's okay. Uh, but look, I know the mistakes that he made. He knows the mistakes that he made. It was it was, you know, ones that those are going to bother you. Uh, the, the Edward Norton one's going to bother him. The, uh, uh, the, the Ewan McGregor one's going to bother him because we both know he knew those. And, and I think maybe whatever state he is in today played a factor in him missing those. And, uh, you know, initially, I didn't feel great about my challenge. I was just trying to help my guy avoid the KO. But now that I saw how you guys ruled on it, from now on, I'm going to feel great about calling you uh, Mark Ullis and Christian Harloff. So apparently you, that sort of thing does not bother you.
1: Well, thank you.
2: Uh, I've heard uh, Sam, worse.
1: Sam, Sam Lavoon, uh, I do. I go. do. Appreciate I, it. Well, wait, before you go, I got to ask you a question. I really
5: can't man. stick
3: much longer, man.
1: Uh, you got it. You got it
3: going on here.
1: All right. What do, what do you need?
3: What do you need?
1: Just if you got to jump, you jump. No, 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 just do it
3: quick. Just do it quick.
1: I got to ask Sam a question. Or Sam? Oh, it's Ethan, Sam. Right. Ethan and Ethan and Guy is—is is that still a thing? Uh, yeah, you don't know. Right, that's fair. I, I
5: want to say yes, but I—you
1: you don't know. All right, listen. We're, we're going to let you go. You have a lot to figure out. Uh, Sam Levine, ladies and gentlemen. Looks like that guy was just ripped off a camera. I thank you. Good luck to you. Really, good luck to you. I, I don't know what the hell we just saw. I really don't. I don't know what the hell we just saw. Um, all I know is that ben, ben Bateman is a is a damn assassin. That's that, that's that's the one thing that you look at this. No matter what you say with this match, uh, Andrew Guy came in and whether he was too concerned with with uh, you know figuring out everything else around him, he wasn't concerned enough about uh, about Bateman. And because of it, Bateman made him pay. He looked like a uh, he looked like an absolute monster he, from the stuff that he was doing, and he was and he did. He, There was nothing that guy did that got in his head. There was nothing that he did. He looked like an absolute, he looked like, as I've said this to you many times, he looked like Mike Tyson, 86 with his, with the black shorts and no socks and just annihilated his opponent. No matter what antics were thrown, Ben Bateman came to play.
2: Yeah, Christian, you say Mike Tyson in 1986, I say Brian Bosworth in Stone Cold, because that's the kind of killer Ben Bateman was today in a movie trivia setting. I'm sure he's a nice guy off camera. And then Andrew Guy, I mean, he answered Edward Norton incorrectly. He thought it was Matt Damon, Answer was Edward Norton, and he's kind of starting to act like Ed Norton in that movie Rounders on a three-day poker bender where you don't know up, down, from side to side, zigging and zagging. Hope he gets the help he needs. Ben Bateman is going to need all the help he can get going up against Dan Merle. So a lot of greatness on the horizon for the movie trivia showdown. Not the least of which is the next match that we have in store for all of our live viewers. One of the most exciting events in the history of the showdown is now upon us.
1: All right. We will be right back. It's going to take a little bit of a break. And when we get back, Kevin Smith makes his movie trivia showdown debut against Chris Jericho, who makes his movie trivia Schmodown debut. It is the main event. Get ready, strap in. Here comes Jericho versus Smith. We'll be right back.
0: Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America.